Alrighty. Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. Hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, because today we're going to be talking about the Princess Bride. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's podcast. Okay, I really, really, really want to talk about this book that I'm reading and what I've read thus far. Yesterday, I started The Princess Bride, and um, I started listening to it yesterday night, really, is when I started, like yesterday evening, because um, I like had a lot of things to do. I had to do my hair. I had to wash my hair. I had to put together a baby shower gift, and... Um, like try to find my outfits and stuff so all throughout that time I was just listening to the book pretty much did I yeah I felt like it was yesterday night and then I was listening to it all this morning all this evening and I'm about 63% done I'm on like chapter 17 and there's like 26 chapters in the book and so far I really enjoy it like this is one of the first books that I've read in the past couple of books that I've actually liked so in between this book and the last book that I read, I started reading two books, but I DNF'd them both because they just didn't grab my attention how I intended them to. So this is finally like the first book um, that I've read that has actually drawn me back in. So I have been thoroughly entertained. So yeah, it's called The Princess Bride. It's basically like um, a marriage of conveyance type of story. It has like a royalty type of trope as well to it, um, where it follows Odette Wintour and Dale. We don't know his last name. I forgot his last name, but Dale. Dale is a prince of ex- Exernovia or Erzernovia, something like that. Basically, Genovia. Think of it like a a fictional, um, a fictional royalty, a a fictional um, royal family, basically. So he's from Exernovia, Exernovia, X or something like that. And basically, his his family. Hold on one second. Alrighty, sorry for the interruption. Also, there's going to be a little bit of static in the background because I turned on my fan. But basically, the story follows Odad Wentor, who lives in the United States in Seattle, Washington. She's an heiress. Her father founded this huge tech company. Think of Google, except it's called something else. It's actually Google's rivalry. And she's an heiress. We'll come back to her story a little bit later. And then our other main character is Gail. Gail, I forgot Gail's full name. Sorry. He has a full name. But Gail is from... Where is he from? Ersovian? Ersovia? And basically, his family is going bankrupt, basically. Um, His father is sick and um, their family is kind of running out of money and so he needs to marry someone wealthy in order to ensure the longevity of the monarchy in Ursovia. That's basically his whole reason of why he needs to find a wife and find a wife fast and find a rich wife. I do have questions about that because he's not the first son. He actually has an older brother named Arthur, who is the first son. So I'm confused as to why, like, Arthur isn't the one that's carrying the burden of this. I mean, I guess since Arthur is already married, like, that poses, like, a, um, a barrier which may have basically forced them to be like okay well since Arthur is already married we can't marry him off again we need to have someone else okay the next best person is Gail who is the second son I guess that makes sense but like why is all of this on Gail's back being the second son is like a question for me but I don't really think too much into it but that's Gail's backstory Gail or Sovian somewhere in Europe royal family it's going to die if he doesn't get married to somebody wealthy. Back to Odette. Odette 
is also wealthy as i said before she is an heiress and um basically her father has passed away and in order for her to get her inheritance he put in his will that she needs to marry within like i don't know three years or something like that in order to get a certain percentage of her heritage she also needs to have a baby to get the second percentage and then do something else to get the third percentage and the reason why this is so like important for her to get married and get married fast is because Odette has a half sister. So basically the family T is that is that Odette's dad, right? Odette's dad got with got with I can't remember who he was with first. I think that he was with Evelyn his first wife first and then he left Evelyn to go with Wilhelmina which is Odette's mother he had Odette and then he left Wilhelmina again to go marry his other wife Evelyn and that's when he had his second daughter Augusta and so basically the family tea is that he had two wives and he had two children from these two different wives. The wives have always been at war because the first wife, which is Phil Wilhelmina, the mother of Odette, um, is there. But then since she wasn't married to him when he passed away, the second wife has a little bit more rights. And so the second wife, Evelyn, is really fighting to kind of ice out Odette and her mother from the company. She doesn't want Odette to get her inheritance she doesn't want Odette to have shares in the company she really loathes and hates Odette's mother for some reason and I think they're alluding to like an, an affair happening well after um he got married to his second wife so basically he was with his first wife Wilhelmina Odette's mother then he left Odette's mother he went to um Evelyn which is his second wife and then I think Odette's mother and her dad kind of had like an affair while he was with his second wife, which is why Evelyn hates Odette's mom so much. But basically, that's the whole drama and the whole like stakes of why Odette really, really needs to get married to someone and get married to someone fast is because she needs to get her inheritance, basically. And so... um they basically embark on this journey where both of them are kind of like not in control of their lives you know what I mean we have Odette who is pretty much controlled by her mother her mother is very ambitious she has her best interests at heart but still the way that she goes about it is very much like this is what we need to do and Odette you just need to get on board with it and that's the same thing for Gail with him and his family especially with him being a prince his whole entire life he's never had a lot of agency over his whole entire life um is really just whatever the parliament says whatever the crown says that's what we have to do we have to do what's best for the family so he's never his own individual so we have these two people who are being their whole entire lives are being dictated he ends up having to go to the united states on this mission of like getting odette to to como city say agree like he's already come to terms with the fact that okay this is not something I want to do I would have never wanted to just marry somebody arranged just for money but he came to terms with the fact that this is his duty so this is what we have to do whereas with Odette she doesn't really have that type of debt for lack of better words to her family you know what I mean since she isn't royalty so it was really all contingent upon her this whole entire agreement so Gail's family sends him to the United States to Washington to stay with her and he they're like basically like don't come back until y'all have agreed to get married and so this is what the whole first book is pretty much based off of the author did want warn us that um this is a slow burn and there's three books in the series which makes sense of why like the first book is pretty much like following the journey of like them getting to the point where Odette agrees that she wants to marry and I feel like the book so far has just been Gil pursuing and courting Odette and like them growing closer together building a friendship building an acquaintanceship first then building a friendship and then obviously it's expected for it to grow into something more so far I really enjoy the book as I said before it's really entertaining at first I thought these characters were going to be so boring I thought they were going to be so flat 
a lot of the times the the princess and like royalty brooks the prince always are like just boring you know what i mean like i just i'm just like a prince and my whole life is dictated and like i don't have any say so i don't have any agency i'm so posh i'm so stuck up there's a stick up my butt like that's what i thought gil was gonna be like i thought he was gonna be so boring especially when they first started off the book and like the dynamic between him and his family is so like formal his sister is calling him brother he's calling his father father his father's like you have to do what's best for the family you will do it and i was like this is boring that's what i thought i thought that odette was also going to be boring i was thoroughly surprised i was so surprised by odette's character because i thought that odette's character was gonna be the sweet shy boring basic character doesn't really have a personality doesn't really have a backbone doesn't really have any type of ambitions or any type of uniqueness or depth to her character i really thought that she was just gonna be there just gonna be there he was gonna pursue her she was gonna be soft she was gonna have any bite to her no 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 that's not my girl odette I actually really like odette i really like odette let me tell you about odette odette as described in the book is bossy temp has a temper and prone to outburst or whatever he said he said something to that effect let me actually find it she can also be petty let me find it As described by the book, she can be bossy, temperamental, and prone to outbursts. And that's so true. I like I like Odette. Odette has a lot of um, depth to her when I look at her character. Um, she's not really easily swayed. Like, she's very much like a, a strong willed person where like when she has an idea of what she wants it's very hard for you to get her to break like she has this barrier of like I know what I want I said no I don't want to get married so I'm not going to get married to you like I don't know what you think this is you know what I mean or her not really like falling at his feet which this could be seen as cheesy and cliche of her not being like other girls of her not being like all the other people that like just fawn at Gail because simply because he's royalty but I feel like the way that the book writes her character doesn't well because it doesn't feel like she's trying too hard to not be like other girls it genuinely feels like she's just not like those like these other girls like Odette is just Odette and so even when she first met him like she gave him a hard time like she challenges him she gives him a hard time she pushes back she questions him like and it's in this like just genuine way of like I don't want to get married and you're barging into my life and you're expecting me to change you need to convince me of all the reasons of why I should do this because I don't want to do this and so I really like her but she's not like hard and icy in this insufferable way where it's like you can't tell what she's feeling you can't tell how she feels you can't tell anything she's just so closed off she's not receptive she just won't take any gestures at all she's not really open to his pursuits at all like it's not like that it's just in a way where like where it's you know where it is what it is and she is who she is to the point that we get to the the book where he pursues her and I like that about her I think it's super cool that she is a singer and the way that they talk about her music in the book like she's like a really good lyricist and I'm actually interested in these characters like he was asking her a question of like I want to know a lot about your music I want to know like why you named the songs the way that you named them I want to know what is the thought process what's the story behind it why did you choose this why is it so cryptic I want to understand it and I'm like I want to understand it too like I'm actually curious I want to know what's her backstory I want to know why is Odette called Odette the ice queen or Odette the cold cold heart or something like that that's what they call her like why are you so closed up I'm actually interested in her story I think she's a cool character um I'm actually interested in Gail I thought Gail was gonna be boring Gail is not boring I love him I do because he gives like this slight 
egotistical type of vibe to him like he's almost too full of himself but not full enough to the point where it's a turn off but he's definitely full of himself to a degree which I like I like an egotistical guy but just not too seriously like and I also like that he doesn't take himself too seriously and I also like that like for the most part he's really upfront and open about his feelings I'm on the fence of how I want to feel about the way that he came to his feelings because on one hand I feel like it's a little bit cheesy and like the you just met this girl and you're infatuated and you're just so committed to her falling for you when you literally just two days ago was like no I would never want to marry someone who I don't know like I'm on the fence about that but again the way that he goes about things it makes me feel like yes he's all in with the fact of getting her to fall in love with him but at the same time I I let it slide because I feel like he recognizes that he doesn't know a lot about her so he's committed to courting her to get to know more about her to understand her more and have her and have her ultimately understand him more so that they can fall in love and so that's the reason why I let it slide because it's not like he's infatuated with her and he feels like he already knows all there is to know about her and that's why he knows that she's it that's his soulmate like it's not that it's like he's interested in her and he's so committed into pursuing her more like he wants to know more he wants to get to know her and I find that to be a little bit more realistic he's also really romantic like I love the idea of him like sending the flowers and stuff and the letters and whatever also like that he has dimension he's a writer and so he does all these little quotes and stuff in these odes to these classics and stuff like that but he's a writer which I think is cool because she's also a writer but she writes in song lyrics and he writes like poetry and literature whatever like that so I think that's really cool overall I think that the book is really like enjoyable is light is easy to follow is entertaining her mother that's another thing I really like her mom's character in this book it just adds the right amount of spice and entertainment and drama and level of just dramatics that just makes something good it's just all the good things I really like her mom I like the dynamic between them I like the building relationship that's kind of like building between her mom and Como City Say Gil I'm actually really excited to see how Odette fits into the family in the second book like I don't know anything for sure I'm just assuming based off of how the pacing of the book is going the second book you know by the end of this book obviously we know this I don't need to know anything to know that they're going to get together she's gonna fall in love with him and commit to marrying him by the end of this book so I'm just assuming that the next book will be her going to Ursovia and um her exploring all of that I have no idea where the third book is gonna go because like that's only how far I can predict and see but yeah I like the side characters I'm interested to see what's going to happen between Odette and her half-sibling Augusta her sister Augusta at the beginning of the book I like the dynamic between them because it was giving that of Gossip Girl reboot where in the Gossip Girl reboot one of the characters has a sister a secret sister like her parents you know had a her, her dad had another a kid with another woman or whatever like that or was it her mom yeah they have the same mom her mom had a kid with another guy and so they have different dads and whatever whatever the whole point of that storyline was that in gossip girl they pretended like they hated each other and their parents have a lot of rivalries like both of their dads have a lot of rivalries and their mother is dead so it's similar to odette and augusta but the difference is that their father is dead they share a father and their mothers are at war with each other but in the gospel girl storyline the fathers have a rivalry which obviously would naturally make you assume that oh the children of these fathers that you know had a had a kid with this one woman would also be at odds but we see in gossip girl that they actually are 
have a really good relationship they're really close regardless of the fact that their parents are warring and so that's the same type of dynamic that we got with Odette and her sister Augusta where it's like oh their mothers literally hate each other's guts and they will go to full extents they will go to such lengths to make sure that the other other the other one suffers and you would think that oh my gosh the daughters are at odds too no come to find out they have a really great relationship but then something happens where it kind of drives their relationship apart and i'm curious to know is augusta like was augusta playing odetta odette this whole entire time or was it just like a genuine slip up like i want to know is she a snake or not like what's happening with this i'm actually interested in the book and so i like that that is that the book is interesting so i'm excited okay and then one last thing because this is what sparked me wanting to start the podcast right now the reading podcast right now so i'm at the part of the book where um where gail and Odette, right? He goes to her concert. It was super cute, whatever, whatever. And then afterwards, he got, he's like on the verge of getting caught. So he has to come up with a disguise, right? And so, like, his mom, her mom is putting him, putting a wig on him. And they're at her mom's house. And um, her mom is like, oh, well, you might as well stay for dinner. And then her mom goes into the, um, into the kitchen and they're having this conversation about how Gail has literally never cooked never been in the kitchen never cleaned never went grocery shopping and I was like oh my gosh I hope I hope that we get a scene where they get to go to the grocery store together and where like basically a whole story arc where Gail just gets to do normal people stuff in this book and sure enough sure enough Odetta's mom doesn't have any food in her fridge so she sends Odette and the Como City say Gil to the store and I'm so excited because I don't know that just makes me so happy to like see people do basic human stuff like to get to see them interact together I also kind of like their dynamic their chemistry is not off the charts of like it's sizzling but it's like they seem like genuinely good friends and I don't know it's really refreshing to see how a lot of the love stories that I've been reading lately have been really refreshing in the sense that like it hasn't been love at first sight, but it's been intentions made clear early on. Like, they don't do the thing of where they beat around the bush and they act like they don't like each other, where they act like they're not attracted to each other for literally 70% of the book. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the book, you realize that you love them. That's tired. That's old. I'm over that. But it's also not the other extreme of that where you literally meet this person one time you have one interaction there's nothing for you to really like there's nothing presented for for you to even go off of to know that you love this person but you literally meet them one time and you're in love and it's always been the one you're always been the one you're mine and then they just like jump right into it where it's what is it what is it is it I forgot what it's called insta love insta love where's insta love it's not that either it's like a happy medium where it's like you recognize your attraction for each other early on and usually in the books that I've been reading thus far one of them makes it clear and one of them pursues and then they go on this courting type of journey where it's like they're courting each other and like they're enjoying each other's company and while one of the parties is recognizing that they're not ready to be in a committed relationship like they're not ready to commit they're also recognizing that they're not ready to leave like they're not ignoring their feelings for each other they're for the other person they're like I just don't know if I could commit yet but I really enjoy your company and so they go on that courting journey together where you get to see the romance unfolding you get to see them learn more about each other you get to see why they like each other and that's been refreshing and that's quickly becoming um, one of my favorite type of ways to write a love story because it's refreshing and sometimes it's like unsettling because I'm not used to it I'm like why are y'all being upfront? up front like what is this y'all telling people how you really feel right at the beginning but it's like this is mature like that is healthy and so yeah 
that's all I have to say about The Princess Bride so far. And I'm excited to see where it goes after this. Okay, so update. So I was in chapter 18, right? What I love about this book is that, again, like I said earlier, it does not take itself seriously. It's so like lighthearted and there's a lot of moments that are genuinely like funny or comical or humorous and it kind of gives rom-com vibe even though I wouldn't categorize it as a rom-com because it's not heavy on the comedy but it really is heavy on like the feel-good lightheartedness so in this chapter especially when we get to Gail's point of view towards the end of the chapter there's a lot of parts of this chapter that I like um but one of my favorite moments in this chapter is when okay so there's so many okay let me just talk about my three top favorite moments that happen in chapter 18 a little bit of chapter 17 but mostly chapter 18 so basically there's one part where they get back from the grocery store and Odette starts cooking and um, Gail starts to help her. And so they're in the kitchen. We just kind of like get cued into this part of the scene. Like we don't see them start the cooking process or anything. Like they start off the chapter with Gail in the kitchen and he's all of a sudden like screaming because his eyes are burning because he touched his eyes after cutting up pepper. And so she's like lashing out at him out of frustration she's like why would you touch your eyes when you were cutting pepper and he's like why are you screaming and then she's like because who touches their eye with pepper and so then like she's screaming at him because she's like frustrated because it was stupid like why would you do this but then he's like kind of like squirming back because his eyes are literally burning so he's acting like a big man child and so then she kicks into like um nurturer mode where she's like upset with him but she also like wants to make sure that he's okay so like she jumps into mode she's like okay um we need to get milk but his bodyguard who is so dedicated to his job and protecting the crown and stuff he's like we need to go to the hospital now and she's like no like what you need for this is milk if we go to the hospital by the time he even gets seen he's gonna be in pain for even longer like milk will do the trick so then she starts to put the milk on his face da, 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 da. he's sitting there like a big baby he's loving the attention by the way so he's soaking it all up while she's like paying you know attention to him attending to him da, 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 whatever whatever and so um yeah like he's there he's kind of like screaming crying whatever and then she's being super kind to him in this moment like very nurturing like she's like are you okay can you see like call me if you need anything call me if it starts to burn again and he's just eating it up he's soaking it up he loves the attention that he's getting he's like i should burn my eyes more often the second favorite part that i really like is when also spoilers by the way like you should figure this out on your own like read it on your own if you really like are interested in what I've said so far um but anyways the second part that I really liked about chapter 18 is when um so they're eating dinner and they're pretty much done and so um Odette's mom love her by the way she's like definitely definitely like just the added flair i talked about this before so i'm not going to repeat it but odette's mom is basically like oh odette and gail you should go upstairs odette you should go show him the room with all of your trophies and stuff from when you were younger like go show him all the trophies and odette immediately picks up everybody picks up on what her mom is trying to do she's trying to set them up obviously and so her mom's like no go 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 no and then they're all like no I insist I insist like I'll stay I want to clean up and she's like no go and she's like giving both of them like death stares like you need to go so they finally go and they're having like a moment together that's not really the more important thing it's when um Odette goes to the door because somebody is at the door and it ends up being her sister mind you her and her sister are estranged at this point like that she's upset with her sister because her sister lied about getting married to unlock her inheritance when they thought that they were gonna be you know in it to win it to the end um so she didn't go to one of the events that her dad's company was having that was kind of like sponsored by Odette's sister's new husband 
was like an active thing think of like disney channel get active like a day outside whatever that's besides the point her sister's at the door her sister's like going off on her basically like you can't be mad at me like please do not be mad at me the only reason why i didn't tell you is because you i knew you would have judged me because we were gonna be in it you know we were basically sticking together about like not marrying for money and she was like i knew you were gonna judge me like oh augusta really we're gonna go that low you could have got a job here or there and her sister was basically like i didn't want that type of backlash and I really needed the money because they have a lot of bills and litigation and all this kind of stuff and so she felt like her back was against the wall but then she told her she was like you can't be mad at me for what my mom does like I told her that I would never do anything to hurt you you can't blame me for what my mom does and so she's just like going on and on ranting to her sister like like please don't be mad at me like it this is all the reasons why I lied to you and so then Odette's like shut up <laughs> shut up I forgive you like it's not even that big of a deal anymore like you just need to go because this is a bad time mind you Gail is in the house like everybody's at her mom's house and like her sister's like I've been looking for you the mailman wouldn't let me in the doorman wouldn't let me in I've been looking for you so Odette's like okay shut up whatever like I I'm okay just you know we're fine we're good and she's trying to shoo her sister out the door next thing you know Gail comes downstairs and he's in the doorway and he's like oh hello he has like he has like an accent and um and so then out of nowhere uh, Odette's sister paused and Augusta's like just paused for a second then she turns her back towards him and she leans into Odette and she whispers she's like I'm not sure if you noticed but there's a white guy with a weird accent and a lace front wig on his head standing in your house right now and Odette's like I know <laughs> and that was just so funny it's the way that she said lace front wig basically backstory to that is that Odette's mom put a lace front wig on him as a disguise so people wouldn't recognize that he was the prince of Ursovia Ursovia but anyways that was super funny of the way that she like leaned in and she's like I'm not sure if you're aware but there is a white man with an accent and a lace front wig standing in your house right now it was just so funny it was like obviously why would he just randomly be in there and if he was just randomly in there like that would be so funny the description that she's giving so I really love that interaction between Odette and her sister and then the last um thing that I thought was so funny was like so Odette's sister finally leaves and um and um what happens Odette's sister leaves and Odette turns to Gail and they're having like an interaction together and um I forgot how did this start how did this start wait I want to find it oh because Gail starts and he's like you know you're actually a lot like your sister and she's like no we're not and then he's like if you say so and then um he asks her like are you still mad at her and then Odette goes on to say like you know she refuses to let me be and also the fact that like I have I have um you in my house and I'm considering marrying you for the same reasons like I can't be mad at her because I'm about to do the thing the same thing or I'm considering doing the same thing and so then they kind of like get into this thing where Gail kind of says something smart like oh um because basically what she says after he asks are you still mad at me she says she refuses to let me be and now that she thinks that I'm apparently interviewing all of you for my future husband I don't have the right to be mad either and so then Gil replies and he's like Wolfgang is too young for you and a scander um well he's married to his career so that's not an option either and then she's like oh you're taking out your your competition love their banter is so cute Gail's like I am I still in the race and then she goes you are the only the only one competing and if you still want to I guess because you don't seem to be as enthusiastic as you were before I left though okay so the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because up until this point Gail has been very forward in his pursuit for como city say um for his pursuit of Odette like he would send her flowers almost every day he would send letters and like write her poems or send her poem poems that um he thought of when he saw the things like when he thought of her and think 
things like that and like he would just in endlessly pursue her but she kind of would like not really entertain the advances sometimes she would reply sometimes she doesn't so he's like I don't want to scare her away so I'm gonna fall back and I'm like I'm just gonna focus on being friends with her like I'm gonna just try to be her friend first take this really slow go at her pace but little does he know she actually likes all of the advances and the gestures so when he starts to slow down on him she's kind of like why did he stop like it seems like is he not interested anymore or whatever like that and so basically he tells her like I'm just trying to be your friend like I'm gonna take my brother's advice I'm just gonna try to be your friend take it slow and then in her head she's like I don't want to take it slow anymore and so he tries to back away and then she ends up initiating a kiss and then he's like girl you're confusing when I'm like when I go closer you step back but when I pull back you pull me back in like why you're so infuriating to me you're so confusing and she's like think of it like dancing which I thought was kind of like artful in a way but anyways they have this conversation and she basically ends up telling him like you know um I'm just as confused as you are like I I get scared when you get close but also I don't want you to pull back and he's like why are you scared and she's like because I don't I don't I do not want to get hurt basically and men always seem to be the worst and then he tells her like I'm not gonna hurt you and she frowns and she's like no one ever starts out thinking that they will but somehow down the line they do go and then he steps forward and he says I Prince Galahad fits her Cornelius Edgar of the house of Monterey will not hurt you Odette and then she tries to say something but then he shuts her up and he's like well he doesn't shut her up but he cuts her off and he's like remember what I told you on our first date like don't look at the flower dying instead don't look at the end basically look at the present like be in the present with me and then she she basically um decides she's like okay she was like okay I'll date you and so then she basically confessed that she's willing to like pursue it now like she's not gonna shy away from it anymore and it's so funny because after that he was like okay he tells his little driver and his bodyguard I'm ready to leave to go back to her apartment because she's been staying with her mom while he's been staying at her apartment and she's like you're gonna leave just like that he's like I don't want to pull in too close and make you scared like I'm just gonna leave to give you some time like I don't want to suffocate you and have you pull back and it's just so funny when he starts to leave and like (laughs) the way that he acts around her is like so awkward um and just the way that they interact I can see this playing out in my head because basically what happens is what he does what does he do um so he smiles at her he smiles at her he's like if I stay any longer I'm worried that you'll feel the need to push me away and she was like you don't have to do that he was like we will see for now I do not plan on risking it so then he winks and then he tells her like good night but then he's so focused at looking at her that he can't even pay attention to his steps so he almost stumbles and falls and then she holds back her laugh and then he like straightens up quickly and he's like good night and in his head he's like internally cringing at how awkward he's being around her and I just love it needless to say what I wanted to say with this part this little excerpt that I'm recording right now is that the book is so fun like they're so cute and I'm really excited to see how this is gonna go but also the last thing that I'll say is that I'm very happy that Odette's sister turned out to not be a snake because I was watching a fan edit on um tiktok and they put like one character on there and they basically were alluding to like that being an antagonist and i wasn't sure if like that was supposed to be odette's sister or what and i can't remember the name so i really don't know like if it was in this book or if it's in another book or even if it's in this book at all but um i'm glad to see that like Odette and her sister seem to be coming around on things and that she's not actually a snake because I really do like their interaction together so yeah I'll come back when I see something else that's entertaining but yeah 
you know a book is good when your cheeks hurt because you're smiling so much. You know the book is good when you're reading it and you're genuinely smiling because you're enjoying the book and you're enjoying the characters and you really like them and you're so happy for them and it's so cute and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I love y'all so much. I love that y'all are in love. Oh my gosh, this is so cute. And your cheeks hurt from literally smiling so much. That's just how you should know that a book is good. And that's exactly what I'm feeling. And I feel like this exact scene that I just read has made this book go from a four star to a five star in my heart. I love this book. And you know, I'm hesitant about giving five stars out. Like I'll come back and give a definitive answer on what my rating of this book is. But I feel like I should give this book five stars because I genuinely enjoyed it. And especially this scene that I just read, it probably is one of my favorite scenes in a book so far like it is my favorite scene basically this whole entire situation is where it's Odette's birthday right he just found out about her birthday so he starts off the morning of her birthday by greeting her with like a beeping sound on his phone to wake her up and then he has a little cupcake and he has a little candle on it and it's like a trick candle so when she goes to blow it out it like comes back and then she tries to blow it out again and it like pops back and then she tries to blow it out again and the flame just keeps appearing and he's getting genuine just serotonin from her trying to blow this candle out he is just living for it he loves it so much and he thinks it's so funny like it's just for his pure enjoyment and so basically he's like you know um I'm sorry that he's like I'm sorry I just found out that it was your birthday not too long ago so I hope that this does like this will do like I'm sorry it's kind of last minute he starts off by giving her a painting that he created that he painted of her from the first night they met when she was in a Cinderella costume because she was going to this fundraiser benefit thing and she had to dress up as Cinderella and so he saw her the first night and she was Cinderella and so he basically painted the photo of her from the first night that they met and it was just so beautiful he's like she's like I don't think you uh, I could ever be this beautiful like you really captured the beauty of me way more basically she was saying like he enhanced her beauty he was like I don't think I could ever capture your beautiful your beauty in a photo anyways that's besides the point that's just the beginning he plans this whole day with her where and he's like so excited about surprising her like he has planned out this whole day he won't tell her where they're going he won't tell her what they're doing he won't say anything he's just like get ready let's go she's excited he's genuinely excited he basically starts off the date where he takes her to this horse range so that they can ride horses and then they share about how they both had horses when they were younger whatever whatever and so then they ride the horse from where they were to this beach that has like black sand and really deep blue waters and then from there they get on a boat he knows how to sail so there's brunch on the boat and he's sailing the boat right and so they're on the boat and they're having such a good time like she's so mesmerized by him that she was like let's take a photo together and so he was like normally I really don't actually no this is what he says he was like make sure you get my good side and then she was like which one is that And he's like well since I'm literally perfect make sure you get every angle and I'm like rolling my eyes and smiling at the same time but his comment was so me like I feel like that's something that I would say I do that a lot and I don't know why it's aggravating but like still it's insufferable but in a cute way so I'm rolling my eyes smiling along with her basically and so then he comes over he's like you know royalty usually don't take selfies but I'll make an exception and so they have their faces pushed together and she's like one two three counting down to take the photo and then she takes the photo and as soon as she takes the photo he turns to kiss her cheek and then after that they're having a moment then it starts to rain and he was like no he was genuinely upset because it's like the rain is ruining their day that he planned out he's like no they said that it was gonna be a um a clear day and she's like welcome to seattle she starts laughing and then after that he runs to the wheel so that he starts steering and she's like what can i do and then he's like make the rain stop 
and she's like obviously he's joking but like I'm just gonna start dancing and so he's like what on earth are you doing and then she's like you told me to make the rain stop I'm doing a rain dance and he's like isn't that what you do to make the rain come and so they bust they both start busting out laughing like he's just hysterical at this and so he's so in the moment that he literally is laughing and he like tilts his head back and he screams out to her and he loves to say her full name so he's like Odette Rochelle Wentor I'm gonna marry you what does he say oh I have to go back it's so cute it's so cute where is it where the heck is where is it okay yeah. okay here he goes he throws his head back and he's like Odell Rochelle Odette o- Rochelle Wentor and then she yells back she's like what and then after that he's like I'm going to marry you and then I'm just I'm just gonna read the excerpt because you need to feel this again if you like the book so far if you like the book so far you need to read it first before you listen to this podcast but anyways she's like what he's like I'm going to marry you and then it reads I froze and then my heart started to dance and soon I could not stop myself from yelling out Galahad Vita Cornelius Edgar and then he yells out what and she yells out marry me and then he nearly slipped and fell he was shocked so I reached out to grab grab onto him and he grabbed onto me and he was like are you okay and then after that she was like did you hear what I just said he asked completely unbothered by nearly falling over and then and then she nodded she was like yeah and then he was like say it again she was like marry me and he gaped at her and then he was like are you sure and she's like yeah let's get married and then he's like Odette I'm gonna ask you again because mind you all all the way leading up to this point he's been pursuing her and she's not been catching the bait like it's like a push and pull game with her and every time she like engages he's scared that she's gonna pull back because like she's afraid of committing and stuff like that so he's like asking her two and three times are you sure like did you really just say what you just said and so then then she's like yeah let's get married Galahad and then he's like okay let's do it and then she's like right now and he's like what and then she goes on she's like if we wait I'm going to get scared and chicken out and he's like oh dad are you and then she's like are you saying no and then his mouth dropped open and he ran his hands through his hair once twice and then just sighed you are going to drive me crazy do you know that and that's when I stopped reading because I had to get on here and just express my feelings. Odette got this man stressed. He is stressed and traumatized because all the way up to this point, she'd been playing with his little man heart. Not playing with his heart, but like making him work for it. And now she's finally ready and it's like a shock to us all. I didn't know it was going to happen. When he said, I will marry you, normally what she would have said at that comment when he was like, I will marry you. She was like, roll her eyes or whatever, like focus on getting us out of the rain or something like that while telling us her feelings and her internal monologue. But no, she shocked us all. She shocked him. She shocked me. She said, let's do it. Marry me. I said, no, girl. Also, prior to this, another part of the book that I really love is when, um, this was way before, um, her birthday. This was like a couple of days before her birthday. Um, and he's on the phone with his brother and basically the, the palace finds out that his dad is sick. So like his brother is really worried and stuff like that because, you know, news is getting out that his dad is sick. They don't know the extent. So his dad, like, you really need to focus on getting married or whatever. But then they don't want people in America to find out that he's over there in America and have that be a craze. So his bodyguard won't let him leave anywhere. And when I tell you, Dale, Gail, this man was just genuinely furious livid that they would not let him be romantic that they would not let him go on dates and he's literally yelling at his brother yelling at his bodyguard like how the heck am I supposed to be romantic and get her to marry me if I can't take her on dates and how am I supposed to date her if I'm locked up in this house y'all need to let me leave and I'm like he's genuine it was so funny how bad he was that they would not let him be romantic and do spontaneous things with this girl but um I I love these characters they are just the sweetest and 
it's it's just a sweet story like i'm genuinely smiling because these people these little fictional characters are like just so cute (laughs) the way that they're like literally this caught me by surprise like in the way that they're screaming to confess their love each other is so cute oh my gosh but anyways let me keep reading okay you're gonna drive me crazy she's like at least you know that now they are so cute and then he held her face he kissed her and they are in the rain and whatever and yeah broke away and rested his forehead on on mine we're going to have to stop at home to get the ring Ah, it's so cute they're really about to get married this is crazy what chapter are we on we're on chapter 24 and it's 26 chapters so we got a couple more chapters to go i can't wait to finish this book and there's three books in the como sadise series and one thing that i would say is that this is a slow burn book but it did not get boring when i tell you it burned and burned at the just the right temperature i did not get bored another thing that i wanted to say while i was reading this is that the pacing the pacing is just right like it goes right at the right pace and just when you're like okay i'm kind of over this we need to do something else we need to ramp it up it ramps up right away right when i'm like oh hey like we need to do something different i'm kind of getting bored with this it it pulls you right back in like right up until this point it was the perfect decision to have them confess their love for each other because we're right back on our toes and like the pacing is just consistent and I just love it anyways that's all I'm gonna say I gotta finish this book bye alrighty I just finished the princess bride and girl boy whoever listening it was a road win I was thoroughly entertained from cover to cover I genuinely enjoyed the book I loved the characters, even the supporting characters. I loved the main characters. I rooted for the main characters. I was so excited for them. I loved every part about it. The pacing was amazing. I felt like it kept me at the edge of my seat just the right amount. Whenever, like, the writer just knew how to, like, write a good story. The banter between them, the chemistry between them the fact that we got this whole entire book and there were no deeply spicy scenes it was just pure romance I'm like what we do that people do that they just write pure romance what the whole idea of him being a prince just carries the book and I know I get it the prince's bride but still like him being a prince really carries the book and they do not disappoint I even love his family and I thought that his family was gonna be boring I love his brother Artie oh I love Artie so much and his mom is so sweet all the time and Odette's mom I love her and like this the the fourth act of this book just took my breath it just took everything I'm not gonna even I know I've been spoiling this whole time but if you haven't read the book and you sat through the spoilers I don't want to spoil this for you if you're considering reading the book I the twist wow um there wasn't actually a twist if you're gonna read the book you're not gonna see a twist anyways um really good really good and girl I'm excited to read the second book I was wondering how are they gonna stretch this for three books they did exactly what they what they needed to do in the first book and I'm so prepared for the second book so excited for that I am still confused as to what they're gonna do in the third book but five out of five okay five out of five all right five out of five 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 this is a good book yeah i would say it's a good book if you like romance this is a good book yeah all right that's it that's my princess ride come on so you say review five out of five period five